I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I have four incredible clients joining me who all participated in design and have gone on to be successful in their business and achieve goals and really impressive things. And I think this is going to be really inspiring to all of you. So I'm going to get right into it. All right, Jessica, I want to talk to you first. So first, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Um, hi, Samantha. So my name is Jessica Klasnick, and I am a women's life coach. So I help women with everything from relationships to parenting to money and business and just really expanding their life. Love it. So you joined Mama to CEO after Design 2021. Is that right? Yeah, it was just about, I was looking back at my notes from last year. It was literally this time last year that I joined. Awesome. Where were you with your business when you joined? So I had just started my coaching business. It was like two weeks in. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know where to start. I always have been um, a goal setter. I like achieving. I've had past careers that I've been really successful in, but I felt a little bit overwhelmed and confused about where to start with my coaching business. It was the first time I had really ever created my own business from scratch. And so I decided to join Time Redesigned just to get my mind wrapped around what I could do, what I wanted to create, how I wanted to spend my time. Awesome. Okay. So had you made money yet or signed clients? I made about $2,000. I had signed okay. one client at that point. And uh, like I was starting, my mind was starting to move in the direction of how I was going to grow and what I was going to do. I just didn't know how to put it all together. So I, I was on my way, but I just didn't know where to start. So what happened during design last year? Okay. So this is so interesting, Samantha, because it was different than any other goal setting program, any other time program I have ever done. And I have done a lot of them. The thing that was so interesting about it to me is it really like made me reflect on what I wanted. You didn't hand me all the answers and tell me what I should do and what would be a good goal to have. You really made me think about it. And so I remember after every call, I would sit there for a good 30 or 45 minutes and just work through everything I had learned, all of the prompts you gave us, the questions you wanted us to consider. And I really started creating like my own plan. It was, it was mine. At the end of the week, I, I knew exactly what I was doing. I love it. And then you joined Mama to CEO. What was the thought that made you join? <laughs> it's going to sound funny, but like, it, it was like so simple. I was like, time redesign was so simple. Now I know, now I want to know how to run my business just as simply. And so when I joined, I went through, I think all the modules in like a week or two, and it was just so digestible. I could take everything and, um, 
schedule calls with my clients and know exactly what to do, know how to run streams of marketing in different ways, one for the short term, one for the long term, all with the objective of like meeting the goals I had set in time redesigned. I love that. I remember in January of last year, so I was at the mastermind that I'm a part of, and I remember a post from you in the Mama to CEO Facebook group where I think you had just made like your first 10K month. And now it's amazing mm-hmm. thinking like you had made 2000 like total before and yeah. then a 10K month right away. Yeah. And within eight weeks of joining, I had my first 10K month. That's pretty impressive. What do you think was like the biggest shift that made that happen? Well, I think one of the things was a module within the Mama to CEO program, and it talks about value versus content. And what I was doing before is I like, I didn't like posting on social media. I didn't really know what to do. So I just kept putting content out, putting content out. And some of your prompts about like, what really creates value? Well, it creates change. It creates transformation. It gives something, somebody something that sticks with them. And it literally changed everything. When I was in that energy of really marketing my business from like, I can create, help someone create that transformation. It made everything so much easier. That's amazing. I think that that is such an important thing, building a business right now. There's so much noise. I think like when the internet was first out there and online business was brand new, you could just like put anything out there and people are amazed because they were just like, oh my gosh, I'm like reading this thing from someone else on my computer. It all seemed very profound and valuable. And now there's so much content out there that I think it has to be so valuable to really stand out. And I love that that was the shift for you where you just started making tons of money. Yeah. So good. What thoughts would you have for somebody who is listening, who has been thinking about joining Mama to CEO and is not sure if it's for them? I think the, the biggest thing that you have to consider is, do you trust yourself enough to put the time and energy in to do the work? The program works. So you just have to decide if you're willing to take that money and invest it in yourself to actually do it. And if the answer is yes, then it's like a very simple decision. There's no reason not to. If the answer is no, then I would I would suggest that you really take a look at like, why are you wanting to start this business? Why are you not believing in yourself? Why would you not take that money and put it in yourself versus say somebody to like create a website for you or somebody to run your social? Why wouldn't you put that money into yourself first? So that would be the thing I really want them to consider. Yeah, so good. Thank you. What else have we not chatted about yet that you want to share? Um, You know, I think one of the big things is that you always tell us to just be delusional with our goals, to not worry about the how, but just to set a goal that you want to achieve. And that really blew my mind because nobody had ever I tend to be a big dreamer and I tend to set really big goals for myself. And 
nobody had ever encouraged me to really do that. They would always say, well, set the goal as long as you know how to get there. And I like that you really flip the script on that and you say, no, like decide the goal that you want and let's like figure out how you can go after that and what kind of thoughts and mindset work you'd have to do to be able to achieve that. So um, I just wanted to tell you, I was doing my revenue numbers this morning and I just closed up. So one year after joining your program and I'm at 103,000 for the year. I love this. And like, I just want everybody listening to imagine this, like $2,000 the first year and mm-hmm. 103000 not even at the end of the second year. Like that, yeah. that is crazy. And also, I feel like it's getting more and more commonplace, like in our group with my clients, I'm just seeing it more and more, this really rapid growth. And part of it comes from what you just said that we're not just thinking about incremental growth. We're not just thinking about, you know, doing little by little. We're thinking about, okay, what do I really want? And let's figure out how to create that. And like, even if you don't create it right away, you're so much closer to getting there Mm -hmm. than if you're doing the incremental, like, okay, I've done 2000, maybe I can do like (laughs) 10,000. Yes. And I just want to add on to that. What I think is so great about that is like, I, in my past jobs, when I had been really successful, I was burnt out. I was tired. I would quit. I would just be like, okay, I was 200% of my goal. I'm out of here. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm in this for the long haul. Like that was so sustainable making that first hundred thousand. Now my goal is to like make it in less amount of time and to still have the same amount of energy and put the same amount of time into my work, all just while loving my, my clients. Like that's all I've done is pour so much value and love them so much that it made that happen. So So thank you for, for leading me on the charge. Yeah. Where can people find you if they want to follow you and learn more? Yeah. So my website is jessicaklasnick.com and that's K-L-A-S-N-I-C-K. And my Instagram is jessicaklasnick. And there's two ways to work with me. Expanded Living is my one-on-one coaching program that I work with women to basically overhaul their life, step into a greater expansion. And then my signature group program is called Love the One You're With. And it's a relationship training program for women that are in marriages that want to make over their marriage. Love it. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, darling, talk to me. Oh, hello. Hi, everyone. Tell everybody who you are. My name is Darlene Childress, and I am a life and parent coach, and I help moms feel calm so they can stop yelling at their kids. Love. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you first came to design 2020. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And I just was looking at my note from my letter to my future self from 12, 5, 19. Tell me every detail. <laughs> well, what I loved about that training is that I had never made a goal like different than Jessica, where she was like, I was always the achiever and goal setter and I, we were like, set a revenue goal at design. And I was like, what are you talking about? It just sounded weird. I, I never thought about it. And I started my business in 2012, 
which is um, a long time ago. And I'd never made more than $8,000 in a year. And so you said, make a goal. And then I was like, I don't know, $100,000. And you actually challenged me on it. You're like, why that number? Everyone always says that number. And I was like, oh, I, I don't know. You told me to make up a number. And in that in design, I decided 60K was my goal and that 5K month kind of concept. And it felt absolutely ridiculous to write that number down. Just crazy pants. Yeah. And so then you wrote this letter. I did. It's very sweet. I'm so sweet to myself. (laughs) I love that that's one of the things that you do in design is that we write a letter to ourselves. Like, I don't want to spoiler alert, but you know, um, (laughs) it's a, it's such a lovely gift to, to ourselves to write this letter of how you're going to feel when you've achieved that goal at the end of the year and how you got there. And like, you tell yourself how you did it. Um, and I don't know, my, my, like my letter, one part I love, it says by taking risks, being unafraid of rejection and failure, you made this happen. You kept showing up even when there wasn't evidence that it was going to work. And that is really the magic of what you teach us is how to just believe in things that you haven't done yet. Yeah. Yeah. That is really the secret to doing it, I think, is being willing to believe that. So you set that crazy goal. So you basically had like consistent years, multiple years under 10K. And then you were like, I'm just going to go in and do 60,000. Yeah. So then what did you end up doing in 2020? I did 62. Love that. Yeah, I did it. It was like the when I sat at the end of 2020 and read my letter to myself, I, I didn't read it the entire year, which I didn't do in the last year either until um, today. But I, I was just tickled, you know, like, look at what you did. You know, it's just so, so amazing to think that I was almost writing it down to please you in some way, like, fine, I'll write down 60. Like you told me not hundred I'll write 60. And then that whole year, just kind of staying committed to the number, committed to the the work of it, the belief in it, and to see that happen at the end of the year. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So then last year, you came to your second design. I did. Yes. And I want to know, like, what made you decide I'm going to come again? Oh, it's the best week for thinking through the goal of the revenue goal. Like it's to have that concentrated time as a CEO. Now I see myself like a full business and, you know, um, recognizing that that is this week that I set aside to think about what I'm going to do next year in terms of revenue. And, and also the, you know, the quarterly planning of how that's going to Uh, happen. Yeah. Coming back was like, well, look, I made the money. I did the goal. Like it happened. So let me see what I create next year. And it's, it's kind of cute because I said at the end of my letter, I said, I wonder what you will do in 2021. I can't wait to find out. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So what was the goal for 2021 then? 120. 
which is, you know, totally normal. Like, let's just double (laughs) our revenue. Yeah, no problem. So what did you actually do so far this year? We still have a month left, but where are you? Uh, I cleared 125. Incredible. So you already surpassed your goal. I did. Yes. And I wrote in my future, my letter last year, I was like, you think you're going to make 120, but you don't know you actually make 150. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So this morning I set my 25K goal for December. It's like, let's just do it. Just see what happens. So fun. And you're in the mastermind and you posted this morning. So I know that you've also accomplished some other things besides doubling your revenue this year. So tell me about that. Well, I love the idea of like being a one-on-one coach and getting fully booked. I think there's so much value in that you kind of, you don't tell everybody to do that, but that is a framework that you work from. And that was a really good tool for me in 2020 to get fully booked. And like, I kept my rate pretty low and um, just built that demand and got really good at selling one-on-one and doing consults. And I ended up having 28 clients in May um, a week. So it was over, (laughs) over fully booked. So I got to that first that round for my my first round of mastermind, just like I have got to fix this mess of my schedule and then raising my rate and decreasing those the, the number of clients. And just and then in September, I launched my group program called Mama School and and starting to serve serve more women, more moms and helping more families. And so what I have created this year is actually I work much less than not. I don't work much less. (laughs) I coach fewer hours. Yes. And then use that extra time to create more content and help serve the people in my group and, you know, do that higher level management. So that's been what I've been working on the last half of the year is actually decreasing my coaching hours while keeping my revenue the same or increasing. Um, and, and scaling. Yeah. I love that. I just had this flashback to when we first started working together and I think you had a course that you were trying to sell, right? And you had just like put so much into creating this course. And I was just like, no. Yeah. You're like, just don't just throw that in the trash. (laughs) I I really did. I was like, it's (laughs) one-on-one. Yeah. And it was such a good, it was so important for me to do that. I had not built up demand. I, my course, I didn't actually finish the whole thing. I I pre-sold it. So I had like one module. Thank the Lord that I did not do the whole thing because it didn't sell at all. And I was, when I look at the videos, I'm so nervous on it. And I'm like, my makeup's all weird. And I just look ridiculous. And the content is very, um, stilted. So I, my new course is much, much better. It's actually really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of it, right? Like part of it is I really want to set you all up for success in your selling. I want you to make the most money you can per yes. I want it to be the simplest possible thing for you to succeed. And also I want you to build up that confidence in your work. So even though you had been working as a parent coach for a long time before you created that course, that authority wasn't there. And now it totally is. And I hadn't really coached enough one-on-one to understand all the obstacles that come up for families or for my clients. And 
I knew what I knew in general, and I had some big picture ideas, but to like sit across the zoom with a, with a mom or a pair, you know, a couple and work through their family issues and over and over and over and over again, I just really became an expert on the calm mama mind, like how to get there, how to calm yourself and then doing the things that I teach. I, I would not have had that expertise had I not spent all those hours coaching. I mean, 28 a week. Yeah, that's a lot of families too. It's a lot of lives. <laughs> that is. That's, yeah. that's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. Um, I think that that is such a good approach for every type of business, every type of industry to have that one-on-one -on -one work to really build up that expertise before you scale so that you really have that authority, expertise, all those things, like really understand the problem and how you solve it. I was just writing an email about Mama to CEO and thinking about the course I created for that. And remembering when I created it, I thought, what are all the things people need to make 100K in a year? Like, if they do these things, they will make 100K in a year. And I had done that multiple times. I had multiple clients who had made 100K. So it was really coming from mastery, not only what I had done or what I had learned from other people, which I think a lot of people are in a rush to create a program, a group, a course from what they've learned from other people, like knowledge they've collected from consuming or just their own personal story. And I think when we create our scalable offer from mastery, from getting results for multiple different people in all different circumstances, that is going to create the most sustainable and powerful product. Yeah, for sure. And I think when, when you're designing your scalable offer, you want to be already ahead of the client of where their obstacle is going to come up and coach them through that obstacle. We're not just giving them the strategy. We also have to be able to let them know. So then your brain is going to do this, and then this is going to come up, and then this is going to happen. So when we have had enough experience with that, we include that into that program, and it becomes so much stronger and more like more result-based because the you're not just telling them what to do. You're also telling them how they might go wrong. Yes. And I think that's the most important thing. Like I think the what to do in any situation you can find on Google or YouTube, yes. <laughs> but the like how to actually do those things and stay on track is so much harder. Yeah. Yeah. So we got into scaling, but for, de for design. <laughs> well, I like this because it's showing the whole journey, right? Yeah. Like I think that there are people listening who are just starting out who for sure after design should join mama to ceo mm -hmm. and then i think there's people listening who are ready to scale and they definitely need to come to design before they join the next round of the mastermind yeah i love that thinking of the people who are going to ready to scale and thinking like is design right for me and it's like yeah no as a ceo you need to be thinking that top level of your business of like, what's our revenue going to be like? And what, how are we going to create that? And, and then when the next round, I don't remember when it starts, but whenever it does start, you've already had a few months of like working towards your plan and finding those 
pitfalls and those obstacles. And then you show up at the mastermind ready for, oh, I know what my problem is. And I've tried these solutions. Okay, now I'm ready for more coaching. So I think I think everyone, everyone should come to design. Yes, anyone with a business, where whatever level. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think was the biggest shift for you in design? Either year. I mean, like I said in the beginning, just setting a goal for what was a big shift for me and thinking about revenue as something that I can control or like think about in advance and say like, here's the number that I, I want to make. That was just a giant shift, especially the first year. But the, the second year, I think the bigger shift was recognizing I could kind of put any number there. Like that it wasn't just a, what like what Jessica was saying, some sort of practical what's possible. It was like, could, you could be delusional. You could put any number in that space. And you coach me a lot on staying in my fun and in my energy. And like, when I get into pressure, then I immediately lose, <laughs> lose all momentum. So I've learned through design and by being coached is that I actually have to have it be like inevitable and it stays much more fun for me. But just the fact that I could put like 120 and then be like 150 and then next year, whatever, whatever number that, I don't know, that's crazy to me, but I love that big picture thinking like that. Yeah, I do too. So good. Okay. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you wanted to mention? No, I, I would, I think, I guess when, for those who do go to design, I just think when I first wrote my letter to my future self, the first time I was like, I don't understand what I'm doing here at all. And then some, I don't know what, where it was, but people started to post them. And then I was like, oh, am I supposed to write it that way? Am I supposed to write it? Should I be saying that to myself? And I guess I, I would like to say how, whatever you write to yourself is perfect. Like, you know, you and you're, your best friend you have your back so some people's letters are like you're a badass or I don't know what they say but that's fine they get to say what they want to say to themselves and you can trust that your inner wisdom and who she is inside she's going to tell you a really cool story um so I guess I want to leave people with that that's such good advice where can people find you because I know they're listening and they're like call mama I need that yeah. So my website is callmamacoaching.com. That's a easy place to find me. I sell mama, just like Samantha, M-A-M-A. And you can follow me on Instagram at Darlin Childress. I think you'll put it in the show, note, show notes. But if you go to Call Mama Coaching, then you'll be able to track me down. Love it. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes, thanks. All right, Sarah, tell me your design story. Yes. So I was in design 2021 last year, 2020. (laughs) That was my introduction to you. I had just discovered you on Instagram. I had just decided to start my life coaching business in the previous months. Um, I hadn't made any offers yet, but I knew I was going to go all in for this year. And my biggest takeaway was that I was not a victim of my circumstances, specifically being a stay at home, single mom, with two boys who I was homeschooling and being in that program really helped me realize that like I was in control of my schedule 
And I was not a victim to my kids and to the other responsibilities I had in my life. And that was kind of terrifying (laughs) to realize that, but going through the program and making those goals and really making a schedule for myself showed me that it was possible. I just had to take ownership of that process. Yeah. So then you went through that and then ended up not joining mama to CEO until like June. Is that right? June of this year? Yeah. I think, I think I joined in July, June or July. July. Yes. So you were on my radar and I came to all of your free events and I was stalking you on Instagram for sure. (laughs) But I, I resisted for a while and then you held consults then I think in July and I hopped on a call with you and within five minutes of getting off the call, I joined. I love it. So what was it that, cause I think that this is common, like you're not my only stalker. I know there's other stalkers out there. Yeah. What was it that shifted for you where you decided, yes, I definitely need to join. Well, I already knew I really liked your style of coaching, but when we were on the call, I found myself being very triggered by you and activated by you there. I just felt like you have this way of challenging me to take responsibility for myself. And I have spent a lifetime, um, very comfortable in the role of victim, right? Like it's always someone else's fault or something else's fault that I can't achieve my goals. And I just felt like I couldn't get away with that with myself or in front of you. And so feeling so triggered by, you know, the things that you were saying and the questions you were asking me, I knew I had to, like, there was something there that, and I wanted to be in that proximity with you. So I've come to every coaching call since then. That's really what I was most excited about was the opportunity to just get coached by you. Yeah. And your coaching that you get is so good. And I think it has been so valuable to everyone else in Mama to CEO to watch that journey. So tell me what has happened since you've joined Mama to CEO. Like, what is that like four or five months ago? Yes. So when I joined in July, I had signed two one-on-one clients and that was in January and February. So I had made about $7,000. And then I had not signed another one-on-one client since then. So it was about four or five months of doing consults, creating content, showing up, but not signing clients. So I joined in July and in August I had a 10 K month and I have had 10 K plus months every month since then. So where are you for the year now? Oh yes. I looked that up in anticipation of you asking $45,389. And most of that all but 7,000 is from the last four months. So good. And I remember when we talked in July, you had said that 50 K was your goal. Yeah. Like we had talked about like 50 K or hundred K and I encouraged you to go with 50 K and look, you're almost there. Yeah, it's, it's already done. We have a whole month left. I have big plans for December and full belief that I will hit 50 K and yeah, you and I talked about hitting that number because in, I've been a stay at home mom for eight years, but before that I was in retail management and restaurant management, and I had never made more than $42,000 in a year, my salary. So in my first year in business in basically five months, I've made more than I've ever made at any other job. So powerful. Yeah. 
I think those are the things like when you're in the online business space, I think it's so easy to get caught up in like people are making six figures, seven, eight figures and like doing it so fast and feeling like there's something wrong with Mm -hmm. however much you're making, no matter what it is, there's always a comparison that makes you feel like it's wrong or not good enough or not fast enough. And I think having these personal milestones of more money than I've ever made before are so powerful. And I really, I want everybody to be looking for those things because that is really what's going to grow your self-concept. That's really what's going to get you growing even more. Like we're not going to grow from seeing our current results as insufficient. We're going to grow by seeing them as incredible and the best thing ever. And we'll just create more. Yeah. And you really helped me see that because my goal for this first year was to make a hundred K and, you know, by July I had only made seven. So I no longer believed that that was possible. And I felt like such a failure and you just opening my eyes to like, let's make a new goal. That is also amazing was so helpful. And it also helped me to be grateful and embrace my story. I don't know why my story went the way that it did this year. Why in my first year of business, I didn't make a hundred thousand dollars, but I no longer resent or resist that. I love my story now. And I know this is just the beginning. And I have full belief now that I'm going to create everything I desire in my business. And I'm not in as much of a hurry. That's the other thing that you really helped me do was slow down. doesn't mean anything if you don't like that. I didn't make a hundred thousand dollars in the first 12 calendar months and slowing down and just loving myself and my story was so powerful to help me create the results that I did want. Yeah. I've been thinking about this so much lately. I'm glad that you brought it up because I've been thinking I need to talk about this on the podcast because Mm -hmm. the most successful people that I know that I have coached are the people who are willing to slow down, who are not in a rush and the like paradox about it is that those people end up growing so much faster than the people who are in a rush. And I've seen it in my story too. Like the years that I've been in a rush, I have grown at a slower pace than the years that I haven't been in the rush. So that is such a good thing to look at and be willing to maybe have a smaller goal or, you know, that kind of thing. I I remember asking you, I'm pretty sure I asked you this on the console. Like, are you going to be sad at the end of the year having made 50K? Yeah, you did ask me that. And I thought I would, but when I reflected, I was like, no, actually that would feel incredible. Yeah, because it was more money than you had ever made in a year. Yeah. And if you did 50 in a year, then for sure you knew that you would do over 100 the next year. Exactly. Yes. I have, I have no doubt about that. So, so good. Okay. So let's see. Oh, I wanted to also talk about your circumstances of being a single mom who's homeschooling and making 10 K plus months. Yeah. Because a big question I get about mom at a CEO is like, is this right for me with my like insert special circumstance here? Like everybody thinks that their business or their niche or their life, what they have going on, their schedule, that kind of thing makes them like out of the qualification for success. 
And my belief is I created this program to succeed with all of the circumstances, but I want to hear your thoughts about how you've done that. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, I have proven to myself over and over again this year that the circumstances are always neutral and what matters is what I'm believing about them. So there was a period of time where I didn't believe that I could create a business being a single mom, having two kids at home, homeschooling them during a pandemic, <laughs> you know, I had a lot of things stacked against me, but I worked really hard to dismantle that belief and believe that it was possible. And that was so important because I also found that I was resenting my children, you know, and I just, I was pretty miserable and I had these goals that I wanted to achieve financially and professionally. And I also wanted to love my kids while I was doing it. And that's what, you know, you've really helped me to achieve. It isn't always easy. It's not always fun, but I don't resent them. I love them very much. And we're all in it together and, um, and it's working, everything is working. And it's all because I shifted my beliefs that it was possible and I didn't know how, and I just let go of that. You know, how I've learned is a question that we can only answer in retrospect. So I stopped trying to figure out how, and I was willing to break the rules as I went along. For example, I, I thought that I had to get to 15 or 20 one-on-one clients to be fully booked and I couldn't even get to 15. It was too much with my circumstances. So last month, I, I think I had nine one-on-one clients and I decided to start my own mastermind. And I filled that up immediately with eight incredible women. So being able to say what works for me, I like giving myself permission, which you've also done for me, giving myself permission to like make it happen however I need to. And that my success and my process gets to look like what makes sense for me has really helped me. I love that. I think this is such a parallel to the discussion about like being delusional with the revenue goal you set and kind of releasing that need for the how and just exploring if this were possible, how might I do it? I think it's the same with these types of circumstances. You need to bring delusion into that too, because for a lot of us, we haven't seen somebody else super successful with our set of circumstances. We are trailblazing and you have to be delusional to be a trailblazer. You do. You have to believe without that evidence. And that is the skill that I'm most proud of developing this year. Like I just decide to believe things and live in my delusional world until I create the evidence. And that has become my superpower. So good. So where can people find you if they want to learn more? Yes. I hang out on Instagram a lot and I also have a website and they are both Sarah Plowman, which is P-L-O-W-M-A-N coaching. So at Sarah Plowman coaching on Instagram and Sarah Plowman coaching.com. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. All right, honey. Hi. <laughs> Tell everyone who you are. Uh, I am Hani Killalay and I am an estate planning attorney. I help Utah parents put effective estate plans in place so that their children are protected and family relationships are maintained in the event um, that a parent has an unexpected accident or passes away. So as you can tell, I am the only 
I think non-coach <laughs> and um, I think that is one thing that is you know different from me but the thing that's amazing about you Samantha I think is you are this resource to women who have online coaching businesses but you also are this amazing resource to um, service providers who you know really need the training that you provide through your programs. So, yeah, I think that this is a funny, um, it's like an inversion, this episode from last week's episode where I had three non-coaches and one coach, and now it's flipped this time. I also, we were talking about trailblazers. I think that that is you so much creating this estate planning business that is not the traditional mold, but I think makes it so much more attractive to people like me. I feel like just like regular mm-hmm. moms who are maybe like intimidated working with a more like old school type attorney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because I feel like each of the other women, I said things and I'm like, oh, exactly. You know, but one thing Sarah was just talking about is like, well, she's being, you know, delusional. And I'm like, that has been so hard for me because my training and all of my previous work experience was like, you know, there are definitely certain ways that you do things, you know, especially as an attorney. And before I started your program, I, I had no, none of the like, standard life coaching concepts, those were all foreign to me. And so I think, you know, it's funny to say this now, but like during the course of this year, you have, Samantha, held so much belief for me, like held space for me and then had belief in me. And I I mean, just this past time I was coaching, you coached me. I was like, okay, I am going to borrow your belief. Like, I do not have that belief, but you you keep repeating it. And that, um, you know, I think if you're in the coaching industry, you probably like are familiar with that and that you're trained in that. And, um, but for someone who doesn't have that background, I'm like, I, there's no way I would still be moving forward if I didn't have you to, you know, keep kind of redirecting my brain (laughs) and saying, so I have belief that you you can do this in a different way. And so anyway, that's one of, I've loved that so much. Yeah. I think that that is one of the biggest benefits of having a coach that they see the vision of who you are and what you're creating before you see it. And they hold it and they present it to you and like sell you on who you are and the business you're building. Yeah. You know, for me, that is like the most valuable thing I get from my coach and I really love holding the vision for all of you. Yeah. So, so helpful. It's so priceless. Oh, yes. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Tell me about your story with design. Yeah. So it's funny. I was trying to, uh, like Jessica said, you know, it was weird looking back and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like exactly a year ago. And just to, to think of how much has changed in that year. But yeah, and I'm like, I don't even know how I how I knew about it. And I'm like, I, I'm thinking it was like Instagram. And I, you know, I had had this estate planning business <laughs> in air quotes for, you know, 
about a little longer than 12 months, but my whole business plan was I just knew I had the qualifications to, you know, be an estate planning attorney. And I had done a lot of, you know, training on the law aspect of it. But in terms of the business aspect, I had done, I, I didn't have any experience. And so I opened an office. I know a lot of your clients are online, but I, I feel like I'm kind of mixed. I have a, an office space where I meet, you know, one-on-one -on -one with clients. And, but I also am, you know, wanting to promote it online more than a typical attorney would. I think I came across you just like scrolling on Instagram, wanting to get out of law and do something different. And really is, you know, I, I think I was drawn to, I came across, you know, life coach. I was like, oh, this seems so different from what I'm doing. And I, I hate what I'm doing. And I want to feel like that. I want a job that is, you know, seems more like that. So I came across you, I signed up for design and kind of like Darlene said, it was like, I got the worksheets and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like no wonder. So I should say my business plan was I start, I opened this office and I, I was just taking clients as they were referred to me. And that was it. I was like, I was doing no marketing. I had no revenue goal. I had no element of CEO. I was just available and luckily connected in my state. And so people would send people to me when they wanted to. And then I would, they would come in and I would do their work. And so design was the first time I was like, wow, like you, you've been working in your business a lot, but you have not been working on your business at, at all. And um, so that was a huge, you know, light bulb moment. And I'm like, yeah, I absolutely need to learn how to be a CEO. The other part uh, as like a service provider or non-life coach is, you know, I, some of the questions I look back and it was like, okay, well, what, how would you have to feel to take this action? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, what would you need to be thinking to take that action? And I was like, I like, what are you talking about? Like, I was so like, no, you take action, actions. And um, so that I was like, yeah, that is a huge part that I'm missing too. And, you know, so anyway, that it was just, it was like the best week. And um, I think you asked somebody else, like, so at the end of design, why, like, why? So I immediately signed up for Mama to CEO after that was over. And I think um, it was just, I didn't want that week to be over. <laughs> I was just like, I really want this to continue. This like, um, the format of like the Facebook group and having people give their comments and you could learn from like what other people were saying and kind of being motivated by what they were saying. And um, so, yeah, I, I immediately signed up and I have in my notes that you, I think during design, you said something, and this is probably the main reason I signed up as you said, I have found that I am most successful when I'm having the most fun. And I was like, that is absolutely what I am looking for. Um, because I think, and you know, I think when 
you talk about business and what is a successful business so many times it's like well how much money did you make this year and my history had been and I think Jessica's talked about this a little bit too where it's like my history of making money is I have so much I can make a hundred thousand dollars in in a second calling one of my lawyer friends and going back to work at the law firm but when I was there, it was work, 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 make tons of money, feel miserable, get a good review. You did great. We hope you do that again next year. Going to my car, crying. <laughs> I don't want to do that next year. And so for me, like my success this year, really in being in your program, I would say isn't, hasn't been like, oh, look at all this revenue I've created but it's like training myself to know I want to work my whole life. And there are ways that you can set it up so that you like what you're doing and you're making money. Because for me, it was like, you could be a stay-at-home mom, make no money, have balance, or you can make money, be miserable, want to quit. And so anyway that fun element to it really sold me. <laughs> I love it. Like you have found like that in between of not the stay at home mom who makes nothing and not the working all the time attorney who makes a lot. You found that in between where you get to have both of those things. You get to have that life balance and make money. Yeah. It's amazing. So grateful. Amazing. And also like Daryl Lynn was saying, you know, I, how she has the two years of it. And like, I can't believe how honestly excited I am to do it a second time. And I'm like, I'm so grateful I did it the first time, but like, I can only imagine how even more impactful it will be doing it a second time. And, you know, that's just one thing too, I wanna say um, about Mama to CEO for anyone who is, you know, wondering about if that's the right program. Um, I feel like there's, you know, examples of people who like, I'm going to sign up for this. I'm going to binge watch all of it. I'm going to do everything they say. And then I'm just like going to take off and it's going to be so amazing. And like, for me, I think I, you know, I'm sure there's part of me that wishes that the type of student I had been but I, it just wasn't, it was, I was spending time working in my business. I was very protective of, I don't wanna to work too much. And the thing that about your program is like, I just have realized coming in, having been in for a year, I'm like, I, I am so grateful. It's a program that it continues because I feel like I have just like scratched the surface of what I could learn from it and I think if it were ending after a year, I would probably have like a lot of like guilt or just kind of bad feelings about myself about like, I should have gotten more out of it while I could. And like, for me, that has just been, it's, it's also the balance of like, once I made the commitment to join, that motivated me. I look back at all of the action I took last December and the, I know 100% the reason I took that action is because I had made a $2,000 investment. And I'm like, I am going to make that money back. I'm going to double it. I'm going to, you know, I, I am going to get my money out of that program. So I took all this immediate action. And that 
steps I took in December are still paying off for me in terms of people reaching out to me and, uh, you know, business being developed. But so I love that it kind of spurred me into this immediate action. But I also love that it was like, and I am still a member of it. And I still like I, I am so excited to see what the second year of being in it brings for me. So I just want to thank you for that, for offering this program that, you know, it really does motivate you to take action, but it's also like, you don't have to do all this stuff in a short period of time. And if you don't do it, you lost your chance and then you can feel bad about it. It's like, no, I am so excited to think like, okay, now this next year, what aspects of the program do I want to focus on? Yeah, I love that. I think I am so focused on sustainability of all of my clients' businesses. And part of that is is having that program be a lifetime membership. Like you join once, you have it forever because you have to build it at your own pace. Everybody has different obstacles and challenges that they're working through. And there's no right timeline or pace for growing your business. So good. good. Okay. So where can people find you? Like Utah parents. Yes. So I am sign up. <laughs> I am on Instagram. It's HRK Estate Law. And um, or you can email me at Hani at HRKEstateLaw.com. Amazing. And we'll put everybody's links in the notes for the podcast. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining and sharing your wisdom. I'm so grateful to all of you, so honored to be a part of your stories. Thank you, thank you. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you, and there's the consistent income you wanna make in your business, and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.